Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mental Moms podcast. I'm Kat, one of your hosts here, and I'm here with my other host. Hey, y'all. It's me, Amy. Thank you so much for tuning back in this week. We're going to be talking about parenting styles and kind of like the effects of our parenting and just kind of explore other parenting styles. I feel like it was like a good topic to go over, learn about, explore. So yeah, but before we get into our main topic, we always do our weekly check-in. So this is going to be like a real, real check-in because we really didn't even chat that much before we started recording. So this is going to be raw, uncut. Raw, uncut. You're going to get the tea this time. Yeah, you're going to get the real. (laughs) So Rhiannon, tell me, how's your week been? How are you doing? How's your kids doing? Et cetera. Yeah, so Aiden's been, like, spending the night at my mom's house basically, like, almost all week, really. Well, not during the week, but, like, he did this, like, Friday night and now tonight. And he's, like, just, like, wanting to be over there. And it's kind of, like, why? Like, I don't understand why, you know? But, like, he's a kid. Like, he, ha- I'm sure he has his reasons for wanting to be with his grandma. I can understand that. It's just, like... I want my little boy, like, selfishly, I want my little boy back, you know? Like, I want him with me, so. And my I just therapist, wanted to ask you real quick. Yeah, have you, like, did you, like, set him down and have a combo? Be like, well, like, what are your reasons and things like that? I or not tried, yet? I tried to ask him, and he's just like, I just want to be over there. I just want to be with Grandma Ma. And I'm like, he like he that's as deep as he'll get get with me and I can't get like a reason why you know and so I wish I could but he's not getting that deep with me and um yeah so it's making me like a little bit sad but and I guess it is what it is and he's right next door anyways my therapist on the other hand was like nope 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 and nope and in, in, in you know why you know so like uh she was like I oh, nope on that and I was like well like I've offered him to like just take my room like because that's, that's what his reason is is he wants his own room I'm like I don't mind moving into the living room like I don't mind at all like you can take my room my room is blue anyways take my room you have a big tv in there you have all this space in there you have your own bathroom like I don't mind at all take it by all means and what did he say when you offered that? No. <laughs> I was really? like, oh, yeah. So wow. I don't know what it is. Um, but mm. see the way my parenting. So we got two different parenting styles already off the bat. Because I'd be like, uh, well, you either take my room or you stay with your sister. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I feel like with like your mom is a little bit more like if you think, of, you know, you're thinking your mom. And, like, if, you know, like, that's a bit different. Like, my mom's, like, a little, eh. I get it. It's, everyone's different. And your mom has a really, I mean, she's kind of been, like, a, almost like a second parent. So, I, it's a totally different dynamic than, yeah. So, I get it. I do get it. It's so hard, though. So, I don't know. But, um. Yeah, that's what else has been going on with you with work, relationship. I want to brag about. I want to brag about this. Okay, so for anyone that doesn't know, I'm a freelance writer, so I write articles and blogs for like websites and stuff. And um, on Fiverr, I posted a gig on like a few gigs on Fiverr. On Fiverr, it's like mostly you post gigs, and people go searching for like that they want an article or a blog to be written and then they pick out of like hundreds of gigs like who they want to write for them you know so but everyone always prices like super cheap on there like super super cheap you know so I was like I'm not gonna charge super cheap because I'm to the point where like I can charge $200 for an article you know like I'm not gonna go down to $15 for an article like that's not gonna happen so I put my prices I entered my prices on the gig, even though I'm a new seller with no 
reviews on this website because I'm I'm mostly on Upwork and um I have like no reviews on Fiverr and I got I got a job on there like as a brand new seller no reviews pricing way higher than all the other people that are new sellers and I was just like wow this is like amazing and but since the beginning of this year, at the beginning of this year, I saw a TikTok where this girl was saying like her affirmation and that it worked for her. And her affirmation was, I'm so lucky everything works out for me. And so I've been saying that like almost every day. I'm so lucky everything works out for me. And like, I was like so happy. Like, what is it that was picking chances of that happening? You know? So. Yeah, that's so awesome. I'm so happy for you. So for so for that, do you have to like show like examples of your work or anything like that? Or no, it's just like I had some samples shown on the gig. Like I had some like shown on there, like what my writing was. So she had like an idea of what how I write, you know? But like it was just like she could have chosen anyone else that was gonna do the same work for twenty dollars, you know? But she chose me and I was really happy and thankful for that I'm not going to get all the money because Fiverr takes a percent but I was able to charge yeah I charged my prices and they paid for it without any like social um proof so hell yeah yes that's awesome I'm really happy for you 2023 going off starting off with a bang yes (laughs) ma'am I'm excited. So, well, yeah, but that's yeah. that's mostly it. Yeah. Oh my God, this week has been. You've been busy, busy, busy. Yeah, busy as hell, bro. Work has been busy. Stuff with the, my son has been busy. Just, just family bullshit, like so much. But I um. My son, he had an allergy test, which it's been a long time coming, but when he first started going to the ENT, it was for like ear infections and tubes and stuff. So that was kind of their main focus. And for some reason, we never thought to do allergy testing. Um, But when he was one, he did a blood test because he was throwing up a lot. So we thought maybe he was allergic to like milk or something. And so that came up. He like, the doctor said he had a minor allergy to cats and so we redid his test um we did like an actual allergy test like the full in-depth where they prick you like so many times this kid is like highly allergic to cats like really really bad um he's allergic to dogs not as bad as cats um but he's like allergic to almost every tree in florida grasses molds like all kinds of crazy stuff that I was like and sometimes I'd be wondering like he'd be he'd be getting sick out of nowhere right like he'd be getting like a little cough and he'll be getting like runny noses and I swear all these years I really was like these are just colds but lo and behold like I didn't know I thought like when you think of allergies you think of like oh you stop breathing and like you need to go to the hospital like I didn't know like really a lot about allergies this kid has so many allergies and like coughing and the, and the stuff he knows like all of this has been his allergies this whole time yeah my daughter has really bad allergies and they had they gave her claritin for it yeah so she's like he needs to be on claritin every single day and she wants to get him on some allergy treatment like shots so that you know in the long run he won't have to do claritin every single day but I'm like happy that I know now so maybe like I'll me actively giving him the allergy medicine it will keep him from getting sick so much I mean I think it's been him getting sick but it's like it helps so much it really has helped my daughter so much like it was to the point where she was like coughing like so much like in her sleep like she couldn't cough she couldn't sleep because she was coughing so much and so like now like she takes it and within like two or three days of her taking it she was like good you know and so it's amazing yeah I wanted to tell that story because I feel like I don't think that's 
known enough, especially if you are, if as a, as a child, your parents didn't take you to the doctor and didn't teach you about that kind of stuff. Like I've never, I'm pretty sure I have a lot of allergies too, Mm -hmm. that I probably need to go. It's inspired me. Like I need to go and get tested for what I'm allergic to, but yeah, I took him around a cat on New, New Year's Eve. And literally within a few days, this whole week, he's had a really bad cough. And I said, oh, my, when I found out he was allergic to cat that bad, I was like, this cough he has, is this because he was around the cat? She was like, I'm almost positive. I was like, oh, wow. That's crazy. Like, it's been really bad, like coughing. And I just was like, oh, he's probably just getting a cold. No, he was around this fucking cat. And I was like considering keeping the cat. You know, I told you about that. Now I'm like, nope. That was my answer. I was searching for my answer from God. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no cat for me. Yeah. So yeah, take your kids, get allergy tested because you never fucking know, you know? Save you a lot of time and doctor's visits and appointments and shit. I did not know. So yeah, that's been like the highlight of my week. <laughs> oh God. We went to the park today and we spent there like four or five hours I'm freaking exhausted like so exhausted it looks like fun though it looked like fun yeah it's It's like a good it's a good like I feel like it's really good for the kids but it's also good for like me personally like getting outside I'm sorry y'all I'm over here yawning it's 11 o'clock my time and I've been been a long day but we're here and we're dedicated to getting these <laughs> episodes out every week so yeah I mean that's pretty much it I mean I got some shit going on with my mom and I'm just more of the story I hate sounding like a broken record when it comes to my family bullshit I don't know I, I just am so what I want to say is you cannot help somebody who don't want to help themselves that's where I'm at right now and it's not to say that I'm not gonna help my mom or you know I'm not gonna help my family but if they are not making an effort to help themselves first I'm you know you're basically the only one doing all the work you know what I mean like I'm over here trying to advocate or do this do that to keep you know I'm saying to keep her in a good place but it's like I'm exhausted I'm tired like I have my own life, bro. And I'm over here like stressed out about her making bad decisions. And I know it's a lot has to do with her mental illness, but I also struggle with mental illness and I don't put myself in those type of situations. And I know not one or not, one, not every mental illness is the same and affects everyone the same. Um, but I just feel like she should know better. You know, she's in her forties She's been there, done that, you know? And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know anymore. And I just, I just, I know for sure that I can't help somebody who don't want to help themselves. That's where I'm at right now with it. I see some effort in you trying to make a difference in your own life and you just need a little help, a little push, you know, a little little assistance. That's one thing. I'm not going to do it for you. I'm not going to fix your life for you. I've been doing that for too long with everybody. They get themselves into a situation and I come in like fucking Captain Save Captain Save all the bitches. And I come in and I fucking clean up everybody's fucking mess. And I'm, I'm fucking tired. I need to clean up my own mess. I need to get my own shit together. But that's not to say this year is not starting off good and great. I'm sticking to my... Sticking to my goals, you know, with my, I feel like my physical health, my mental health has been a little bit out of whack. You know, we got the PMSing, you know, women, women problems. And so that kind of put, kind of, kind of got me feeling in my feelings and feeling some type of way about everything. And then that's been stressing me out with my mom, but I've still been dedicated and I plan to stay dedicated. And I, I plan for this year to be good. And I'm going to try to keep that mentality so that I don't get off track or, you know, what I'm trying to say. Preach. I, so 
how have you been doing with your goals? Um, I'll put you on the spot. And we're going to put each other on the spot. We're going to hold each other accountable so, right right here on the podcast. What yeah, have so you been like, doing? I've been applying to more, like, pitching to more people. And then, like, that one job that I got on Fiverr. And I finished it in, like, a day. Which usually is, like, I procrastinate until the very last minute. And then I panic. So, like, I finished it early. And I'm, like, really, really, really proud of myself for that. For that. I finished it in like two hours, knocked it out, got it done. And then I was like, like, that was it. And yeah, and then I've been walking every day. I've been reading. Like I said, I was going to read. And I just need to like, there's a few more things I need to do and to like reach my goals. But uh, as of right now, I feel like I'm on track. Yeah, that is good. And I'm so proud of you. I'm going to be, I'm going to be here holding you accountable and I hope you do the same for me and I'm your cheerleader but mm-hmm. I'll also be the one what you've been doing girl you said you're gonna <laughs> do this and I don't know I don't see you doing it yeah you haven't told me you did it I'm gonna be annoying that's fine be annoying <laughs> oh my god I'm so I know we've talked a little bit about parenting styles when we had our episode about our parents and like childhood trauma and stuff like that and what kind of parents our parents were to us but I kind of want to get more into it and kind of explore the different parenting styles and see if we can kind of put ourselves in a category or if you fit into multiple categories and just kind of explore that and see if there's something that we want to work on um because it's a lot of information and it kind of provides like an outlook like this type of parenting style affects your child in this way you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I kind of wanted to explore that so before we get into like the specifics I want to ask you you know not using any of these terms that we are <laughs> that we have I'm going to read to us but just in your own words like how would you describe your parenting Ooh, I am so <laughs> like lenient and almost like very inconsistent because like I said like I I go like I'm very up and down so like sometimes like I'm just like I don't even I'm not even gonna argue with you right now like you do you if you're if you think that that's a good idea and you're not scared to get a crack your own neck do you I'm just kidding it's not that serious I'm not that, I'm not that bad but like I am sometimes no I'm child like, endangerment yeah no no no, no child endangerment I'm like, oh, I'm like such a so weird thing but like if they're like fighting and stuff I'm like okay y'all can handle that you know like I'm not gonna get in the middle of it and um so there's like stuff like that where like I could step in and be like hey like y'all need to go a timeout because you're both being pain in the butts or like you're being a pain in the butt you go a timeout you know, there's sometimes where, like, I don't discipline them at all. And then there's times when, like, that same thing would happen. And I'm being like, you you, you go talk about you go talk about both of y'all's things are being taken away. Like, you know, stuff like that. So it really just depends on my mood, which really, really is not good. It's not a good thing. I'm aware of that. Because it's very inconsistent and the kids don't know what the fuck is happening. They're like, this is fine. Last- Am I going to get in trouble for this or am I yeah. not? yeah like was it okay this was okay last week you know and now it's not so it's like so I know that I'm confusing them it's just like I'm and I'm working on the consistency I am I'm trying to work on like being consistent like setting those like rules and like you break that rule that's point blank no matter if I'm in the mood or not like you broke a rule go a timeout um so or like I take their tablets away or something um so yeah, it just, I don't know, it just depends. But I feel like I'm a very lenient parent and mm-hmm. they get away with a lot. They're actually like, they're not little heathens. Like they know how to behave in public and stuff like that. They're not like climbing the walls and shit. Going crazy. Yeah, they're not like that. But they are like a little mischievous at home. That's where the, yeah. the issues are. But well, that's where they're the most comfortable. I yeah. feel like at home is where my, my child is the worst behaved too. Yeah, so, like, if you ever come to my house, you're gonna be like, oh, my God, this kid is, like, fucking crazy, but, like, in public, he's, they're better, 
So you would say the same thing if you came to my house. I mean, it depends on the day, and it depends on the time of the day. Yeah, because sometimes when he's tired, it is it's a totally different child. <sighs> okay, so is there anything else you want to say in regards to like explaining? No, your- I think that's good. Okay. Yeah, they don't just like a really lenient parent. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Okay, so for me, I think in my own words, I would say um i'm i'm overprotective um and i'm very um i'm a mix it's very strange like i'm overprotective and like kind of strict but i'm also like oh i don't want him crying like if he's crying i'm giving him what he wants like i'm very like cater 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 like to the point where i think it's unhealthy because Mm -hmm. then he can't then he's not learning how to deal with conflict he's not learning how to deal with someone telling him no he's not learn. he's not learning with like okay not everybody's gonna run to you as soon as you start crying or being mad no one out of everybody and I think that was like a big struggle for him when he started Mm -hmm. kindergarten especially because there's 20 something kids in this room and you're not the only one crying and teachers not telling him like she's like no or she's like sit down and like usually when I'm telling him to do something he'll give me the puppy dog eyes or he'll cry and you know he'll he'll work his way and he'll know I'll say okay never mind like he'll get out of doing something he doesn't want to do and that doesn't work with his teacher so I know that's something I definitely is not a good thing and I know I need to work on it but it's so fucking hard I don't know why I'm like that. It's like I'm like a mix like of super protective, super strict, but also like give him anything that he wants. It's really annoying. I don't understand it. I don't know. That's just like I yeah. guess that's my only way of describing my parenting. Well, I can relate to that. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's not like I'ma let my kid like slap me in the face or something like, yeah you know them wild nothing like that nothing like that like I just mean like just little stuff like not eating his food and like watching too much fucking tv or like just oh it's time for bed and he like inches his way into like what he wants you know what I mean and I kind of give into it and I should be more firm and I should be more like I said this, this needs to go, quit the fucking bullshit, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, it's, it's like, I, I've done the same thing, and it doesn't help that, like, my mom, like, if I'm at my mom's house, I'll be, like, starting to set a boundary, you know, and, like, sticking yeah. to it, and then she'll be, like, oh, no, it's okay, I'm, like, god damn it, like, yeah, I, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the hard part about, but, like, and then I kind of have to give in, you know, because it's, then they have someone on their side and like oh, damn like and then you look like the mean one and the bad guy yeah exactly i was watching um the, i was watching this interview with michelle obama and a whole bunch of other celebrities and she was they were asking her about motherhood and parenting and stuff like that and i don't know who asked it but she was like do you want to be your child's friend she's like no I am their parent and I feel like I feel like low-key he's only five but low-key that's going to be my struggle of like him getting up to that age and it's going to be a struggle for me because like I don't want to be like this just authority in his life you know what I mean I don't want him to like hate me when he's a teenager which you probably can't avoid that I feel like yeah (laughs) um you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like I want to be a good parent and I want to like guide him the right way but if I'm too worried about trying to be his friend then I don't feel like I'll be I don't know because I'm trying to find a balance (laughs) it's hard so that's kind of my parenting style in my own words I guess oh lord okay so now you've heard what we feel our parenting styles and our parenting methods are with our kids from our own words. I'm going to read you guys something from what I found online. Now, I know there's like probably way more now, 
because there's so many different psychologists and updated methods and updating multiple styles like I think there's like I think like up to date I think there's this show actually Christian told me about it and I think it's brand new it just came out in 2022 and it's called let me see he actually just because I told him the episode is on Hulu it's on Hulu the parent test yeah and they said there's like 12 I don't know what the hell did he say there's just way more but in this podcast episode in this article that I found these are like the four main ones I know Mm -hmm. there's more everywhere you look but these are four that um psychologist developmental psychologist Diana Bomrind I apologize if I mispronounced that she developed these you know with a whole bunch of studies and stuff like that and then um, I know a couple other per- people refined it in the 1980s, yada, yada, yada. So I'm going to read that stuff to you guys um, from what I found. But just know there are so many more different ones and probably go more in depth and, and things like that. So, okay, so these are based on the work of development, bro, developmental, developmental. <laughs> These are based on the work of developmental psychologist Diana Baumrind at the University of California at Berkeley in the 1960s. McCoby and Martin also contributed by refining the model in the 1980s. I don't know why, but when I said the word McCoby, McCoby, it reminded me of like that Scooby-Doo movie. And he was like a bad guy. Okay, I'm rambling at this point. Baumrin's theory poses that there is a close relationship between the type of parenting style and children's behavior. Different parenting styles can lead to different child development and child outcomes. So I'm going to go through the four that they developed. So authoritative, authoritative, also known as democratic, um, Authoritative parents have high expectations for achievement and maturity, but they are also warm and responsive. Um, And so what I didn't put on here is responsive is a word described as like, they are reciprocal, they um, are really like in tune with how their kids feel, like they care how they feel. So if they're feeling a certain way or they're saying certain things like they respond to that and they kind of um they choose their words and their actions based off of you know how their children are feeling like any normal human being should when you're speaking to another adult if you seem they're sad you know you respond to that in a certain way or somebody's angry like that's kind of what that means so These type of parents set rules and enforce boundaries by having open discussions, providing guidance, and using reasoning. These parents provide their kids with reasoning and explanation for their actions. Explanations allow children to have a sense of awareness and teach kids about values, morals, and goals. Their disciplinary methods are confrontative, i.e. reasoned, negotiable, outcome-oriented and concerned with regulating behaviors as opposed to coercive, as opposed to coercive or coercive. I'm sorry, y'all. I am not able to speak correctly today, apparently. So that was the first parenting style. The second one, it sounds very similar. Authoritarian, as opposed to the first one, was authoritative so two different I don't know why they're so they sound so the same yeah the second one is authoritarian authoritarian also known as disciplinarian so it says although authoritarian parenting and authoritative parenting styles have similar names they have several important differences in the parenting beliefs demands and approaches while both parental While both parental styles demand high standards, authoritarian parents demand blind obedience using reasons such as because I said so. They only allow one-way communication through strict rules and orders. 
any attempts to reason with them are seen as backtalk. They use stern discipline and often employ harsh punishment, such as corporal punishment, as a way to obtain behavioral control. That sounds dark. <laughs> they usually justify using mean treatment to toughen up their kids. So number three, also known as permissive and indulgent, permissive parents, also known as passive parents, set very few parent rules and boundaries, and they are reluctant to enforce the rules. These indulgent parents are warm and indulgent, but they do not like to say no or disappoint their children. Mm -hmm. They practice passive parenting. And then the fourth one is neglectful and also known as uninvolved. Neglectful parents do not set firm boundaries or high standards. They are indifferent to their children's needs and are uninvolved in their lives. These uninvolved parents may have mental issues themselves, such as depression, physical abuse, or child neglect when they were kids. So we've got our four. We've got authoritative, also known as democratic, authoritarian, also known as disciplinarian. We've got permissive, also known as indulgent, and we've got neglectful. Which parenting style out of those four, or which ones um, could be one or multiple, do you relate with? Like, do you, which ones do you think you fit into? I wish I could say authoritative, because that one seems like the, the perfect parent. But I think I'm a mix between like the indulgent parent and the authoritarian parent, because I'm very like, because I said so, like, I don't like to reason with the kids. I'm just like, because like in my head, this is how I think in my head, like if there's a zombie apocalypse, if like you're about to get kidnapped or something like that, I don't have time to give you an explanation. You have to be able to like, just listen to me, just just listen to me and do it and trust me that I'm doing this for a reason, you know? Like, I'm not just doing it just willy-nilly. I'm not going to, like, you know? So it's, that's my reasoning besides that. Because I usually, I'm always like, because I said so. That's why. I'm like, think about yeah. why. Because I said so. Because you're dirty. That's why. You know? And, um, like, stuff like that. So it's like, I don't really reason with the kids. I feel like maybe I, I should, maybe. I don't know. Um, and then a little bit indulgent where I'm like, you know, like I said, like I bounce back and forth between like being really like, hey, like go time out, you know, and I don't like do hitting or anything, but like go time out or like I'm like, OK, whatever, you know, I just so yeah. I think I'm a little bit in between those two where I'm like, I feel you. I do feel you for me. I don't know, because I feel like. Like, like you said, it depends on the day and, um, and it's really weird for me because I feel like the two thing, I feel like the two main things that I am, they're like complete opposite. Like, as far as like my type of parenting, like, I feel like, I don't know though. I feel like I'm like a mix of the, the three, but not neglectful. I feel like I'm a mix of the authority authoritative the authoritarian and the indulgent because I will very if I'm look if I'm having a good day I'll if Aiden's like upset about something or he's fighting with somebody about something I'll sit him down I'll be like listen I know you're upset but he had it first or you said he could use it or you need to share and I'll really like explain it to him and he'll be arguing back with me and I'll just be like you know, like really trying to have like a mature conversation, like and trying mm. to really get him to understand without me just like stop doing Open that off. and yelling yeah. at him and just yeah. like being very authorita- authoritative, whatever, authoritarian style, like yelling, like, God, I fucking said so, like, stop. Yeah. But there are days where I am authorita- authoritarian, where I'm like, Aiden, go to bed. Aiden, 
whatever like you're fighting you better fucking stop right now or whatever Mm -hmm. it is like I'm very like I have those days too where I'm not trying to reason with you he's whining he's crying maybe I'll start off trying to reason with him maybe I'll start off really trying to have him understand the situation and why he can't do what he wants to do but I'll be in not not of a great mood and I notice it's mostly when my anxiety is really high is where I can't fuck it I can't I just literally cannot reason with you like I just want you to do what I need you to do and just stop just really just stop what you're doing right now because I don't got the energy to explain to you why the hell you can't be doing that and then I feel like this happens a lot where I'm very like I'm so sorry baby he's crying I'm picking him up I'm treating him like he's two years old but he's about to be six in April like I'm buying him every time we're at the store can I get this can I do that he if it's if every day is not an adventure he's like upset and that's how you know you're spoiling your kid because it's like every day has to be exciting every day has to be something new and like so I'm very much like I don't know like I feel like I cater to his feelings a lot which is good I feel like you should care about your kids feelings but I at, at the same time it's like I feel like I am just too like let him getting away with not eating food that he's supposed to eat and eating too many sweets because he says he's hungry and then five minutes later he's saying he's hungry but he doesn't want to eat the dinner and I'm like giving him whatever he wants almost because like I want him just to be happy and I I don't know it's very strange for me and I don't know I don't think that no one per unless you're very good like you're very like smart and like you're the perfect parent and you've perfected this thing down like you're very mature like I feel like ideally I'd want to be the authoritative like very mature very like okay you have to make sure you're doing xyz but like also very in touch with their emotions and like speaking to them like they're people and not fucking soldiers or not like little fucking robots like do this do that do this do that like I and I'll tell you too like at the end of the day if it's been that type of day where I'm just like do this do that do this do that I don't feel good you know what I mean like I feel bad yeah I feel so guilty when I do that yeah I feel like I didn't if I don't spend one moment looking him in the eye and like like reasoning with him and like like really just like like just having a conversation like he's a he's he is a human being he's a person he might be a child and sometimes a very difficult child but like Mm -hmm. I feel like he deserves that I mean all I feel like every child deserves like that mutual respect and Mm -hmm. the you know to have patience with them and everything but it's just hard and I feel like it really depends on your mental you know your mental status and everything like that like where you're at mentally what you deal with on a daily basis your stress level and everything like that I feel like ideally you know I want to be every single day more often very authoritative where I'm having open discussions providing guidance using reasoning you know having those boundaries but allowing him to be who he's gonna be you know not just like do this do that do this but it's hard I think it's really hard you know especially when you're busy and it's been a rough day and he's crying and he's doing this and he's doing that like you my anxiety tends to like rise up where like I do tend to like kind of like freak the fuck out on my kids you know like to the fuck you know like I'm like I can't do with this right now like can you not you know and um but like in those other days where I'm like usually I'll freak out on them a certain amount of times and then after that I'm like okay you know what you're not listening to me anyways so just do whatever the fuck you want to do you know like I give up now (laughs) because I'm done freaking out on you so it's like you know, like that's when I like tend to like be like I tap out. I'm done. I'm done parenting today. <laughs> Who wants to tap back? Who wants to tap in for me? Yeah, I wish. But yeah, so it's it depends on the day. It depends on the day. Hopefully. Okay. 
So the effects of each parenting style. All right, so the children of authoritative parents. Authoritative are like the people that know. Like, authoritative are the parents that got their shit together, okay? So this is how their, their <laughs> children end up. They appear happy and content. They're more independent, more active, higher academic performance, develop a good self-esteem, interact with peers using competent social skills, have better mental health, less depression, anxiety, suicide attempts, delinquency, alcohol, and drug use, and exhibit less violent tendencies, are securely attached, and have a good parent-child relationship. Children whose parents have an authoritarian parenting style can be can have an unhappy disposition, be less independent, appear insecure, possess low self-esteem, exhibit more behavioral problems or, con- or conduct issues, more temper tantrums, perform worse academically, have poor social social competence, and be more prone to internalizing behavior and mental issues, higher risk of substance abuse, and have worse coping skills. Children of permissive parents tend to have these outcomes. They cannot follow clear rules, have worse self-control, possess egocentric tendencies, have worse self-control, possess egocentric tendencies, encounter more problems in relationships and social interactions. Children of neglectful parents, they are more impulsive, cannot self-regulate emotion, encounter more delinquent behavior and addiction problems, have more mental issues, e.g. suicidal behavior in adolescence. Okay, so wow. It makes me really feel guilty about the way that I'm parenting my kids, you know? Like, I'm like, damn, really fucking up my kids, you know? Like, fuck. It, it puts it, like, in perspective. Like, yeah. And this is not just, like, some shit that somebody threw together. Like, this is, like, real psychology, developmental psychologists doing studies, looking at the different types of parenting and looking how the kids are, are growing and being affected by it. So, I mean, obviously, so... If we're gonna link the we're gonna link the article and where I found this. So there's a lot more to it. And I'm reading through the whole thing. And obviously there are other factors. Like obviously we have the choice in how we parent our kids, but at the same time, it all depends on the child's temperament too. So if someone with anxiety and you've got a really, really like high, strong, hyperactive kid. Mm-hmm. that's going to affect your parenting style. Like you may go into it like, okay, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to hear them out. And they're just go, 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 go. And they're like stressing you the fuck out. And they make your anxiety worse. Yeah. Then it's going to be harder for someone with anxiety to like have that authoritative parenting style. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't put all the blame on yourself or how your kid turns out. But at the same time, you do have to like make, good you know what I mean like make be conscious be aware of like what you're doing um so reading I wanted to mention that too like because you said like you feel bad but like there's so many factors to it but at the same time like you have to just I don't know you have to do your best that's all we can do is do our best but I, I I like that they have this and they have this study because it puts it into perspective like of like this style of parenting what what could this possibly do to my kid you know I don't know if you want to like go deep into it or if you just want to like talk general but like do you think I mean you've already mentioned a little bit but like there are any of those specific effects on your kids from your parenting style like any of those things resonate yeah Especially in the authoritative, I mean, not authoritative, authoritative got their shit together, authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so my child, my my son especially, um, he seems like he has, like, really low self-esteem, um, less independent, um, insecure, more behavior issues, more temper tantrums with him, like, for, he performs worse academically. Uh, poor social competence and more prone to internalizing behavior and mental issues so like in worse coping skills so like all of that was just my son in a nutshell like all of it and I 
and I'm just like, oh my God, you know? Um, and it really like, and now I'm like, is that why he wants to leave me? You know, you know, and I'm, I just feel like so guilty right now. I'm like, oh my God, my poor baby. And like, every time I see him, I'm trying to be like nice to him and like, be like, you know, like extra nice to him. <laughs> because like, I don't, I don't want him to leave me, but like at the same time, like, I know that that's what he wants to do, and that's he's gonna be next door. It's gonna be fine. But I'm just right now. All I can think is like how guilty I feel, like for the parenting stuff, the way that I parented him this far, you know, and how it's affected yeah. him. And I'm like, oh my god, it's just like I was. Really, I just want to put my hair out. It's like poor baby. I wish I could yeah. go back in time and like fix it and be like a better parent. But I I can't only go forward from here. And fix yeah. the problems. I can't go back. So, facts. That is true. I would say for sure, you can't go back. And I don't know the situation with your son. I don't know be- because I am so the way I am, and I feel like you're probably learning. You probably already know what I'm going to say at this point. Um, maybe the audience doesn't, but for me. I know you're probably trying to like, because it's not that big of a deal because he's right next door with your mom and she's almost like a second parent to him. That's kind of why you're probably like, kind of like, obviously you're not not nonchalant about it, but like, you're kind of okay with it. Like you've like allowed it almost, you know what I mean? Like, because at the end of the day, you're the parent. It is your decision, not his. I feel like maybe it's good for right now and you say you're like trying to be nice to him and stuff like that. But I feel like when well, I'm gonna go back to we gotta be parents, not friends. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So like for me, if my son was unhappy being in my home, like you gotta get down to the nitty-gritty and be like, I understand you're unhappy. I would like for us to make this more comfortable for you. I wanna solve our issues, whatever we need to do. But it's not like, oh, you know, I'm going to be nice to you and then you'll come back because it's not your choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, how old is he? Like eight, nine? Yeah. Well, like, it's not too much size, but I feel like I sometimes like brush him off a little bit because mm-hmm. like he, he cries a lot and um... it bothers me a little bit that he cries so much. Cause like sometimes he cries for things that I'm like, like, why? you know yeah. and so I kind of yeah. like brush it off and I'm like now I'm like that's not right you know like like just because I don't think it's a big deal doesn't mean that he doesn't think it's a big deal like yeah. to him it's a big deal you know so I'm trying to like put myself more in his shoes lately and be like okay this is a big deal for you you are crying because of this and I want to like I hope I understand it and help you go through it instead of you like shutting down more because I'm like what the fuck are you crying about you know yeah because I I do I tend to do that and like and my daughter doesn't cry that much she cries but whenever she does cry I tend to like go to her more just because whenever she does cry I feel like it's more real you know like I feel like she has a bigger reason to cry because she doesn't cry so often does that make sense like yeah, so when she yeah, does cry, it's, it's like a heavier weight versus whenever someone cries all the time, it's like, here we go again, you know? And um, it's just really hard being a parent, man. It's so hard. Yeah. It's, I feel really guilty about all of this, but like, yeah. I, I don't think the, the point of this is not for us to feel guilty. I feel like it's like, it's learning it's exploration it's like looking these things in the face um I feel like when when you when you when you said that about you I know he's probably crying a lot and stuff like that and he's older I feel like that probably has a a factor into how you're feeling about yeah. the crying and she's younger and she's a girl so when you said that I felt I want to I because you don't understand because you're the younger sibling when you're an older sibling you you get overlooked because you're like you're the bigger one like you're supposed to like have your shit together and I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna tend to the little one and that happened 
although my my mother was most of the time absent but when when it was when she was around and even every adult that was around it was always like Kathleen is the older one she's she's not supposed to act like a child she's supposed to like have her shit together and Bethany is you know we got to give the attention to Bethany we're gonna you know we're gonna she's crying oh we're gonna believe her over over that I mm-hmm. I resonate with that so I feel like that's a good maybe that's like something that you can like think about um yeah and I feel sure. like I feel like it's very common I don't feel like it's like something like unique I feel like when you have and that was that was another factor into me not having any more kids because like I don't know I just I feel like sometimes it may be physically impossible to give to both children the same amount of love I was I was in a family of two children my mom and I understood I understood like you know so maybe I can understand that like even like my being a younger sister and like it's only me and my older sister you know but like with Vivian like she she has a lot of like resentment towards me because she feels like I got like all the attention so like Mm -hmm. I can see if even from her point of view like okay like maybe I did get all the attention and I do still kind of get all the attention because I'm a single single mom and she kind of like hangs out over my head like oh well she gets all the attention because she got knocked up you know and it's like well no it's because like I need help but you know but she doesn't she doesn't see it like that she sees it as like I got knocked up so I'm getting all this help like a prize or something but yeah so she I can see I can see that 100% and I already know like there's also like even with like step parents even and I, I try to be really protective over Aiden with that because everyone is always like anyone that's ever met my kids has always been like super attracted to Addie because she's a little girl you know she's a cute little girl and versus Aiden he's a big boy and it's like you know like it's easy to be attracted to her you know it's and not I don't mean attracted to like no, 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 not like that but I mean like like easy to be like to give more like, attention to yeah Addie. yeah yeah it's easier to give her attention because she's not only that but she's very in your face so in your face so it's like it's really hard to ignore her versus Aiden he's kind of like in the background and he puts himself in the background like yeah and so he only went (laughs) he'll come out if you go to him but it's really hard to go to him whenever you have another one like right here Mm -hmm. all the time so like I try to make sure that I I make time for him sometimes like we do like mommy and Aiden days or we do like mommy and Addie days because I want them to like know that they're equally important to me so yeah yeah, we do those kind of stuff but I feel like I relate to the lack of independence in, in, in my son because of my parenting I definitely he definitely has issues with other people conflict resolution like that's been like a really big issue to the point where it's like I had to have meetings with his teacher. Like I have to like, he's got like a behavior chart because like he can get himself so worked up. And realistically, I know that's because I tend to give in to him a lot of from like with what he wants, you know? And the independence is him lacking independence is definitely for me being so strict and so overprotective and like, doing everything for him and like having it a certain way for so long and I feel like almost like I just do everything for him because it's so much easier but like I really have to like let him spread his wings and like develop that and like and the thing is too it's not like I don't want him to but like because I've been this way for so long sometimes I'll like tell him to do it on his own and he'll whine and he don't want to do it because he's like why should I? You can do it for me and it'd be easier and quicker, you know? So, I mean, I feel like we all fuck our kids up sometimes. <laughs> and we don't mean to. It's just like you get into habits or you get into routines or you get overwhelmed. And it's like sometimes it is easier just to be like, sometimes it's easier just to be like, fuck it. Shut up and do this or fuck it or like let it go, you know? It's easier, but is it better for them? 
no, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not. So, yeah, I mean, this was like, I feel like I learned a lot. Did you, do you feel like you learned anything or are these things that you kind of have seen before? I'm definitely going to take away from this episode and be like, try to be a more conscious parent and like, you know, listen to reason and like reason with them a little bit and like, or try to reason with them and uh, like listening to them because I don't very like listen to them very much as much as I should. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I am going to try, 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 try to get, get create some type of independence for this child and tell him no more. Yeah. For sure. I feel like he needs it. He definitely, definitely needs it. All right, y'all. So we're going to do quote of the week now. And I'm going to go first. I found this quote on the Motivation app. Um, you can find it in like, your app store. It has a lot of very motivational quotes um this one says results happen over time not overnight work hard stay consistent and be patient and I need to listen to that for like all the new year's resolutions and just like that I've made and all the goals I've made and just like stay consistent and consistency and like staying with it like not what's the word for it consistency and I don't know consistency and I don't know what the word is what you're looking for like for like going like longevity you know like I don't know creating habits instead yeah. of like, like long-term habits and stuff like that like, yeah it being a lifestyle of the yeah. thing going to do yeah yeah I don't make it a lifestyle and I don't like stay consistent with it and so like that's like my biggest issue is like not doing that so I definitely need to stay consistent with it and like look at the long like look at the big picture and not the small picture because right now it's like nothing's gonna happen overnight you know it's gonna happen over time so I need to remind myself that every day so yeah definitely you gotta create better lifestyles not just like something we're gonna try for a month or a couple weeks you know Mm -hmm. Okay, well, my quote of the week, um, I found it online. I will give you the name of the author. Her name is Mandy Hale. I found it on some website, but you just need to know the name of the author. Her name is Mandy Hale. And she says, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. So I feel like that was like, it resonated because I feel like it's so easy for us to stay. It's so easy to stay in the same bullshit that we've been staying in the same bad habits, same POS job, um, you know, everything like that, but we're still miserable. So I feel like it's, it is hard and painful to like create new habits and make a change it's hard to do I feel like it's more harder on us and it's more painful to stay miserable in the things that we're sticking in instead of just going through that short amount of pain and making the change so that's why I I like I like that I picked it so yeah I like it too I tend tend to stay where I'm comfortable Mm -hmm. instead of like making those changes to go where I need to be so all right, so that's all for today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to tell your mom, your sister, your aunt, your cousins, your best friend, tell everyone that you know because we need listeners. And um, what else? All 20 of you, we very much appreciate you. Uh, what else? Um, by the way, did you see we have three people in Ukraine now? No, I actually haven't checked it. I want to check it again. I haven't checked yeah. it. There's three people in Ukraine now, so I'm like, oh, okay. that's awesome. Um, hi, Ukraine. Hi, Ukraine. Um, anyways, so thank you for listening. Um, don't forget to take, check out our social medias. It's at the Mental Moms at the Mental Moms Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and YouTube. And that's it.
I will see you. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.